Hello, and welcome to Gilead, bonus edition. I'm Rebecca Anderson. I'm one of the pastors here, and I am so glad to add to your feed this set from Sunday night, November 20th, 2022. Our theme this month has been Stand Up, Stand Up for Jesus, with stories of standing up for someone, yourself, something, and sermons that kind of are also comedy sets, but also we are chock full with comics and aspiring comics, and we featured openers every week of this series. Last night, Paul Gilbert was our opener, and I am delighted to introduce him. Put your hands together, I guess, if you're alone, is that weird, for Paul Gilbert. He's making his way up here. You gotta let him hear it. You gotta let him hear it. Yes! Well, when I decided to try being a stand-up comic a couple years ago, well, first, God decided it was such a good idea that he sent a plague. (laughs) Got it. Actually, first I learned that being a stand-up comic meant I would have to write jokes. And it turns out writing jokes is really, really hard. For example, I had to write some jokes for this service. I figured these jokes should be about religion because church. (laughs) But I didn't want to make fun of religion because church. (laughs) So I decided to see if there are any funny stories in the Bible that I could tell. Like (laughs) Rebecca's me like, no. (laughs) But I didn't want to actually read the Bible because lazy. So I asked my friend, Mr. Google, if there were any funny stories in the Bible. (laughs) Mr. Google immediately let me know that there were lots of available singles in my area. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But he also told me about this funny Bible story from the book of Numbers. There's going to be actual. (laughs) So the people of Egypt are out in the desert, running away from Pharaoh's army. Of course, they're complaining about the lack of food. Having not read the Bible, they don't know what God does to people who complain. (laughs) So God sends them quails, live quails piled up two cubits deep. Wow, that would be really impressive if we knew what a cubit was, Paul. (laughs) Well, Well, Gilead. Two cubits is about three feet deep. Websites about quail agree that a quail needs to be kept in a pen with about a cubic foot of space. (laughs) Of course, these quails weren't in pens. They were free to move around. But God actually used a wind to blow them from the sea, so they were probably kind of dizzy and just sitting there like, what the fuck? (laughs) I researched and found out that there are 27,878,400 square feet in a square mile. Of course, these tails, uh, excuse me, yeah, these quail were two cubits, three feet deep. So that's 83,635,200 quail. <laughs> but the Bible also says, this is, this is Numbers 11, 30, <laughs> for the interns. But the Bible also says that the quail stretched a day's walk in both directions from the Israelites. The average, you know what, that's a level of specificity in this one passage of the Bible about quail 
that it probably would have helped if the Bible had brought to other topics of slightly more interest to the world today. No offense if you're a big quail person. Anyway, the average person can walk 20 miles, the average, the average person can walk 20 miles a day, so that's 40 miles of quail. Or 3 billion, 345, 408,000 quail. Now, Bible, biblical scholars estimate that there were about 30,000 Israelites. Of course, you've figured out by now that that's 111,513.6 quails for each Israelite. And remember, remember, some of these Israelites were babies or little kids or inexperienced small bird fighters like me. <laughs> So ask yourself, who did God think was going to win that fight? <laughs> sure, I mean, it's unlikely that the quail would automatically gang up on the Israelites, but conversely, would it really help for 30 or 40 Israelites to gang up on one quail? There's one. Get him. <laughs> what the fuck? And even if only... 76,246.3 of the 111,513.6 quail assigned to each Israelite got their shit together and attacked in a coordinated fashion. That would probably be enough, still be enough to overwhelm even an experienced small bird fighter like Vince. Now you might say, well, Paul, what about Moses? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, Moses performed 42 miracles in the Bible, like turning his rod into a snake, a snake, excuse me, like turning his rod into a snake. That rod was a cane. <laughs> That's Exodus 4.4. 4. Sending ashes that turned into boils, Exodus 9.8 and giving leprosy to his own hand. Exodus 4, 6. Wow, very helpful during Quail War. Wow, thanks, Moses. <laughs> that snake and the boils in your goopy hand make it so much easier to fight these 111,513.6 quail, said just one Israelite. The punchline? You know. God sent a plague unto any Israelite who even managed to get a quail into their mouth. Because that's what God does to complainers. <laughs> but you know what? Despite that kind of downer ending, I really enjoyed doing the research for this set. I visited a lot of interesting websites, and I learned a lot about God and the Bible and quails. And parenthetically, how many Americans think they could beat an elephant in a fist fight? Eight percent. <laughs> but after doing all that research, I think the most important thing I learned is it probably would have been easier just to write jokes.